0: Starting the news, a global concern, of course, is this new Omicron COVID variant. And as that concern grows, a group of cutting edge scientists here in the Northwest are trying to better understand the virus. KXL's Brett Recamp reports. You may remember almost two years ago, COVID-19 was first announced in the US near Seattle, and for the first several months of the pandemic, it was the University of Washington that was the authority on the virus. Now, one UW medical lab in South Lake Union is using multiple techniques to try and find out what makes it tick. We can take a piece of the Omicron um, spike protein, which is the outside of that variant, and we can add it to these cells and see if the cells can recognize it. and the- then we can measure how they respond to that piece. So that's one of the types of reagents we look for. Dr. Marion Pepper says they can also put antibodies from people's blood in a dish with the Omicron variant to test its protection. She says they hope to have something concrete in two weeks or less. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. Well, people who have lost jobs and are at risk of losing their homes or maybe having the power shut off can still apply for help from the state. KXL's Annette Newell tells us, though, you are up against a big deadline. Colleen's a renter in Tigard. She also started a court watch program and found a third of people who applied for COVID rent help still lost their homes. I watched hundreds of tenants be evicted During the period, we were told that there were not going to be evictions. Since the moratorium was lifted, that number has absolutely increased. Governor Kate Brown responded, I'm horrified by what is happening throughout the entire pandemic in terms of our housing crisis Wednesday at midnight marks a deadline to sign up for the Oregon Emergency Rental Assistance Program for people who've suffered hardship during COVID and need help with rent and utilities payments. After that, the state will stop accepting new applications for at least six weeks. Annette Newell, FM News 101. Along those lines, Governor Kate Brown today called a special session to prevent winter evictions. Legislators will meet in Salem on December 13th. The governor says the state's federal funds for rental assistance will be nearly all spent by tomorrow. And the state needs to address the urgent and immediate needs of Oregon renters. She also proposes extending safe harbor protections, making sure landlords are paid in full, and more rental assistance. An expected front runner to be Oregon's next governor says that she's not throwing her hat in the ring. Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum made that announcement on social media. To those who have encouraged me to run, thank you. I am honored you would think of me. But I look forward to working closely with our next governor to help move our state forward through the lenses of equity, health, climate, and justice for all. This is a Crowded field, too, when it comes to the governor's race. About 30 people have entered that race so far. Someone pushing a bicycle, hauling a cart, was hit by a car in Gresham. The victim was left for dead because the driver took off. The pedestrian was hit from behind on Northeast Halsey at 190th place just after nine fifteen last night. Their family has not yet been notified. There's no description of the vehicle or the driver who hit that person, at least not at this time. And traffic fatalities in Portland are just off the charts. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds says the numbers definitely are going the wrong way. Sergeant Ty Engstrom with Portland Police Traffic Division says he wanted to get the word out that he's tired of seeing people die. As I mentioned already, we're at 62. And that is a three-decade high. In order to get higher than that, 63 is 1990. 26 pedestrians have also been killed in 2021. That's equal to a 49-year high. Sergeant Angstrom says oftentimes speed is a factor in fatal crashes. When pedestrians are killed, some are wearing dark clothing and can't be seen. Others cross the street in the middle of the block. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. And the Portland Teachers Union wants to make some big changes to class schedules. We get more from KXL's John Eric Smith. While negotiating with Portland Public Schools, the Portland Association of Teachers laid out a couple of big requests. One day of in-person learning for high schoolers per week and one two hour late opening per week for kindergartners through eighth graders. John Berkey with the Portland Association of Teachers says these changes are necessary to prevent teacher burnout and resignation. Schools have gone to actual closures for extended periods of time. We do not want to have that happen. It's in fact, it's our goal to have the maximum amount of student service uh, going on at the same time, uh, you know, giving the capacity to keep all these other terms running. They also want to limit the number of meetings teachers have to attend as to maximize planning time. The school district hasn't responded to the requested changes. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's afternoon news. 410 right now on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, a lottery winner who's lucky he had to have heart surgery. His is a strange story that you might find pretty hard to believe, but check it out again at 416. Then it's the five things you need to know today. That'll be at 419. Students have been shot, unfortunately killed too, at a Michigan high school. We will have the details for you at the very top of our list. Stay connected to Portland's afternoon news here on FM News 101 KXL. Well, here we go. We are just underway here on a Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for listening to Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance here on FM News 101 KXL. So there's this guy who just won the lottery in Massachusetts, and he has got quite a story to tell. I mean, besides the part about winning a whole lot of money. Check this out. Alexander McLeese just had open heart surgery about a month ago. So he gets three scratch tickets from a friend as a get-well gift. He hits for a million on one. As if that story's not crazy enough, there's some more wildness to this ticket. I spoke with Christian Tejou with the Mass Lottery about that. What a great story here. So in our cash word games, these are the ones that looks like the crossword puzzle scratch tickets. And the first three letters that he revealed there, AWM, are his initials. So right off the bat, he's thinking, this might be my lucky day, as he expressed to us. And then lo and behold, in the puzzle, in his winning puzzle where he matched 11 words to win a million dollars. The final word on the final line, H-E-A-R-T, heart. Million dollar winner Alexander McLeish takes the lump sum, 650 grand. Drew Mulholland for CBS News. Time now for the five things that you need to know today. Number five. Dr. Oz, the celebrity heart surgeon best known as the host of TV's Dr. Oz show, reportedly is planning to announce a run for Pennsylvania's open U.S. Senate seat, and he's going to do it as a Republican. That's according to associates close to him who talked to the Associated Press. Number four. Today marks a COVID vaccine deadline for roughly 38,000 state workers, contractors, and volunteers. To show that they are fully vaccinated against COVID in Oregon. Meantime, in New York City, corrections officers who don't meet the deadline will be put on unpaid leave. Number three. Today, during day two of the trial of Jelaine Maxwell, who is accused of recruiting underage girls for the late financier Jeffrey Epstein, we heard from Epstein's former pilot once again. Lawrence Paul Vazosky Jr. took the stand and said that he never saw sex acts while flying Epstein's jet, and he also tested there were no underage girls ever aboard without their parents number two the White House COVID response team is keeping a very close eye they say on the new Omicron variants of coronavirus COVID coordinator Jeff Zients. We now have the tools we need to confront this variant. And the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, is also claiming there's no evidence that this new variant is even in the U.S. right now. Number one. Three students unfortunately dead in a school shooting in Michigan today. Deputies uh, took a suspect into custody within five minutes of the original 911 call. They recovered a handgun from the suspect. And police say the shooter, a 15-year-old student, opened fire today at Oxford. High School, which is located about 30 miles north of Detroit. Several people were wounded, including a teacher. And those are the five things that you need to know.